0: in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Our sermon text is Romans 13:11. It sounds like it could have been written to an expectant mother. You know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. Salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Picture a pregnant mother about to deliver, awoke from her sleep in the middle of the night, the baby's on the way. As the baby's due date approaches, the delivery is nearer. And when mom first believed she was pregnant and sought the confirmation of a test of the doctor, the doctor's validation, she now knows full well, okay, everything that they told me was happening to me is happening to me, without any doubt. In those early days of the pregnancy, she was probably mystified and a little bewildered. Am I pregnant? Could it be? That I'm pregnant? That a life's growing within me? Can anyone tell yet that I'm pregnant? I don't look any different. Do I? Am I glowing? They say I'm glowing. I'm not sure. Am I glowing? There's no baby bump. Am I really pregnant? Is this my new reality? Well, the test says I'm pregnant. The doctor says I'm pregnant. I guess I must be pregnant. Near the end of the pregnancy, well, it's obvious. There's no question. Mother's womb is full, and her belly tells the whole world that she's pregnant. Baby is definitely on board. When her water breaks, she knows the time. The hour has come. The delivery is nearer now than when she first believed she was pregnant. Delivery, salvation, these words might as well be synonymous. Once the hour has arrived... Mom desperately wants to be saved from the pain and hardship of the labor. The doctor tells her, push! She screams at the husband. He doesn't know what to do. One more push! Just one more push! And then her salvation does arrive. There may be a few more pushes after that one more push, but eventually salvation is there. While she's tired from the work of bringing her baby into this world, delivering the child. The hour has come for her to finally wake from sleep, so to speak. That is, the time has come for her to lay her eyes upon her child, to truly see her her baby for the first time. No more does she have to dream about what her baby looks like. He's right in front of her she's holding him the dreaming is over she is awake her bundle of joy has come in a similar way romans 13:11 is a fitting reading for our first sunday in advent because this short season of advent is all about anticipating the coming of our lord jesus christ it's all about the coming of baby jesus at christmas which is front and center on the advent calendar. Can you get a show of hands? Who uses an advent calendar still? You got an advent calendar? Yep. Is, anybody, is there anybody that doesn't know what an advent calendar is? No? Okay, that's okay. Well, this is the most simplistic advent calendar. We like the first candle the first week, second, third, jump to the pink, and then fourth. So the advent wreath is the most simplistic advent calendar. But there are others that you can buy in the store. Usually there's like a piece of candy behind each little day of the week or something for kids. Um, these sorts of things. You can tie little ribbons with little pieces of candy on them or, or whatever. Oh, there's, okay. Or if you're familiar with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, as you all should be, <laughs> uh, you'll see that in the segues, there's a little, like they play play little jingle music and they open up a little tiny uh, door. And it reveals the next scene. Uh, That's an Advent calendar motif there. So uh, the Advent calendar moves us through the season of Advent toward Christmas. But it's also a time, this season of Advent, to hold fast to the excitement of the Lord's final coming. Just as Mary was excited to deliver her baby, just as every mother is excited to finally deliver the child... We as Christians living on this side of Christmas, on this side of our Lord's ascension to heaven, we are just as excited and anticipating, hence the color blue, our Lord's final coming. Can't wait. Come, Lord, come quickly. Let's get it on. I want the new heavens and the new earth to live perfectly in this body without sin and without death, heartache, agony, all those sorts of things. Come on, Lord, already. Will you just come? And when he does, he will usher in his glory forever and ever. A new heavens and a new earth. The kingdom of God will never end, and we will live in it in our bodies. And if that wasn't enough to squeeze into this brief little season of Advent, the anticipation for Christmas, the anticipation of the coming of our Lord, his final coming, it's also about the coming of our Lord each and every week in his word And in his sacrament. As he arrives, as he comes in the divine service to be present with us in his most mysterious and yes, incomprehensible way, how is it that he's with us? Because he said so, he promised so. Where two or three are gathered, there I am with them until the end of the age. He has given us his peace and his comfort and his promise through the preaching of his gospel and the distribution of his blessed supper. And like an expecting mother, we can say both of his final coming and his weekly coming that salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The due date does grow closer. We know the time. We know the hour has come for us to wake from sleep. As Romans 13:11 tells us and as the following verses 12 to 14 say the night is far gone the day is at hand that's present tense it is at hand so then let us cast off the works of darkness let us put on the armor of light let us walk properly as in the daytime not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. These are things that happen in the darkness. These are things that happen under the cover of darkness when you wouldn't be ashamed of being exposed doing them. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ, Paul says, and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And he says this in the first century that this is the day. Well, here we are 2,000 years later. It is still the day. The hour has come. The Lord does come to us weekly. Let us not live like he's not coming or he hasn't came already. Let us live as children of the light, people who have the armor of light on, doing what is good, what we wouldn't be ashamed to be caught doing. Or as we like to say, in Wyoming, probably around Ferndale too, would you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> yeah. Would you be ashamed of your mom hearing you speak that way? Or, or what mom used to say, you got clean underwear on? You never know who might have to see him? You know, get in a car accident or something. Yeah. Am I the only one that happened to Maybe it's a boy thing. Oh, might... Okay. Mom always wanted us to have clean underwear. The season of Advent... Jesus wants us to have clean underwear. That that preaches. That does preach. It's awkward, but it preaches. The season of Advent as the precursor to Christmas, the celebration of Christ's birth, orients our faith to the reality of our hope. That's what it does. This time of year, this time of year is, is our Lord sweetly turning our chin back to him away from the world, and toward the truth of Jesus' incarnation. Jesus truly took on flesh and bone. Our God was truly born into this world just as you were, as a baby. Dependent upon his mother, just as you were dependent upon your mother. With each week in Advent you will see the celebration of the first coming of Christ drawing nearer and nearer as we slowly and intentionally decorate the sanctuary with more and more, building closer and closer to our Lord's nativity. This week, we get the Advent calendar and the blue. Keep coming. Because by the time we get to Christmas, (laughs) there will definitely be a Korah card coming, as I promised. And there will be more decorations as we anticipate the birth of our Lord, the celebration of the birth of our Lord. This is akin to pregnancy, specifically to Mary's pregnancy, hence the blue again. To all pregnancies, as we think about it, the excitement is there right away. Right? When mom finds out she's carrying a child, there is excitement. Given it's a typical situation, there could be also other feelings as well, but there's supposed to be excitement. But that excitement is also restrained. There is a concern of, oh, what is this going to mean? And time must pass. Mom and dad have to live with the weight. There is no instant gratification in a pregnancy. Sorry to everyone who's a millennial and younger. You have to wait for something. When you click on the the web browser, it won't just pop up. You might actually have to wait for it to load 5 to 10 to 15 minutes, depending on your dial-up speed. (laughs) During this Advent time, I want us all to take note from pregnant mothers. From what pregnant Mary went through as she anticipated the delivery of her son, our Lord Jesus the Christ. The hurry up and wait of pregnancy the anticipation, and the hope. Take note of this process. Use these next few weeks to meditate on what you believe, that Jesus is truly your Savior, that he was truly born of a woman, taking on the flesh that would one day be nailed to the cross as he was crucified in your place. Think about the gift of his crucifixion and the way he unwrapped that gift for you in his resurrection, where he revealed what you've been given through his sacrifice, through his love and his mercy your own true resurrection from the dead, your own life unending in his kingdom to come. As the Advent calendar moves us closer to the observation of a historical event, the birth of our Savior. We also know it moves us closer to a future event, the return of our ascended Savior. As a mother looks to the calendar to calculate the timing of her delivery, we look to the calendar to remember the time of our salvation in keeping with Romans 13.11. You know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. That hour arrived at the cross. Salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Ascension draws closer with each passing day. And because of this, the calendar during Advent and otherwise, all through the year, is a tool we use to gather together today, but also each and every Sunday and Wednesdays, and every other time we can come up with a chance to get together around God's word and sacrament. Putting on the Lord Jesus Christ as he comes to us in his word and in the supper just as we're doing right now. Thanks be to God that Jesus saved you by dying upon the cross. Thanks be to God that his spirit has brought you here today. Because the night is far gone. The day is at hand. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard and keep your hearts in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. (laughs)